Hello my friends, this is Nikki. Welcome to episode 38 of Learning About the Lord. Today we're going to be talking about the power of prayer and how important it is and how important it was to Jesus to pray. And we will begin by reading from the poem of the Man-God by Maria Valtorta, volume 1. Jesus is at Peter's house at Capernaum. It is the dead of night. The sky is a starry canopy. The lake faintly reflects the glitter of the sky. Jesus looks at the sky, the lake, and the road. Then he starts walking towards the village. He goes up into an olive grove. He enters the green, silent peace and prostrates himself in prayer, a fervent prayer. He prays kneeling down, And then, as if he were fortified, he stands straight up, his face raised to heaven, a face made more spiritual by the rising light of a clear summer dawn. He prays smiling now, whereas before he was sighing, probably because of some moral grief. His arms are fully outstretched. He seems a living, tall, angelical cross. So gentle is his attitude. He seems to be blessing the whole country, the rising day, the fading stars, and the lake now becoming visible. Master, we have been looking for you, cry the apostles. Why did you come out so early, Master? Why did you not rest? Were you not comfortable? No, Peter, says Jesus. The bed was comfortable and the room was lovely, but I often do that. To raise my spirit and be united to the Father. Prayer is a strength for oneself and for others. We achieve everything by praying. If we do not receive a grace which the Father does not always grant, and we must not think it is due to lack of love, instead we must believe that it is the will of an order which governs the destiny of every man for a good purpose. Prayer certainly gives us peace and contentment, to enable us to bear so many vexing things without going off the holy path. It is easy, you know, Peter, to have a clouded mind and an agitated heart because of what is around us. And how can a clouded mind or an agitated heart perceive God? So even Jesus finds great meditation and great strength in praying to the the Lord God, his Father. And we continue, and Peter says, It is true, but we do not know how to pray. We are not capable of saying the lovely words that you say. And Jesus says, Say the words you know as best you can. It is not the words, but the sentiments with which they are uttered that make your prayers pleasant to the Father. We would like to pray as you do, says Peter. I will teach you also to pray. I will teach you the most holy prayer, but to prevent it from being only a void formula on your lips, I want your hearts to have at least a minimum of holiness, light, and wisdom. That is why I instruct you. Later I will teach you the holy prayer. But why were you looking for me? Is there anything you want? No, Master, says Peter, but there are many who want so much from you. There were already people coming from Capernaum, and they were poor, sick, depressed people, people of good will and anxious to be taught. 
When they inquired about you, we said, The master is tired and is sleeping. Go away and come back next Sabbath. No, Simon, says Jesus, you must not say that. There is not one day only for mercy. I am love, light, and health every day of the week. But, says Peter, so far you have spoken only on Sabbaths. Because I was still unknown, says Jesus. But as I become known, every day there will be effusions of grace and graces. I tell you solemnly that the time will come when even the moment of time which is granted to a sparrow to rest on a branch and eat some little grains will not be granted to the Son of Man for his rest and meals. But you will be taken ill, says Peter. We will not allow that. Your kindness must not make you unhappy. And Jesus says, And do you think that could make me unhappy? Oh, if all the world came to me to listen to me, to bewail its sins and sorrows on my heart, to be healed in its bodies and souls, and I were worn out speaking and forgiving and pouring forth my power, I would be so happy, Peter, that I would not even regret heaven where I was in the Father. Where were they from, those who were coming to me? And Peter says, From Chorazim, Bethsaida, Capernaum, there were some even from Tiberias and Gergesa, as well as from the hundreds of villages around those towns. Go and tell them that I will be at Chorazim, Bethsaida, and nearby villages, says Jesus. I came for everybody, and everybody must have me. Jesus reminds us that we strengthen our souls and our bond to God by praying. We empty out the impurities of every day by filling ourselves up with the Holy Spirit, with God the Father, with the Lord, with the Virgin Mary. I myself pray every day, all day long. I say some prayers that are written ahead of time for us, like the Our Father, the Hail Mary, But mostly I'm in conversation with God. God wants to hear what you think, how you feel, what you need. He wants to hear your love, to be praised by you, to be appreciated, to be grateful. God wants to know your troubles, your sorrows, your sadness. Sometimes these are things you can tell no one else but God. But God is always there to listen, to reach his hand around your heart and clasp it with warmth and love and strength and lift you to a higher spiritual plateau. I will tell you some of the prayers, some very well known, some more newly known, that you can say, as well as the prayers that you speak from your own heart. Please, when you say these prayers, pray with truth and sincerity, not just voicing the words, but feeling them and believing them and offering them to God. The first is the Our Father. Later we will have an episode where Jesus goes through the Our Father and line by line explains exactly what he means by it. But for now, we will say the Our Father as we've come to know it. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Here is the Hail Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Here is the glory be. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Here is the O my Jesus. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy. Here is the prayer to St. Michael, the Archangel. St. Michael, the Archangel, defend us in this day of battle. Be our safeguard against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the other evil spirits who prowl through the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Don't forget that the day of battle is every day. It's not the last day. It's every day. Every day we do battle against Satan. And St. Michael the Archangel battles with us and for us. And we can ask for strength to battle with him too. Now we'll continue on with some more prayers. Here is a prayer that Jesus has given Vasula Raiden on March 26, 1988. He says, Let us pray. Holy Spirit, descend upon us, renewing us. Fill our soul with your love. Rest in our tormented soul, giving us peace. Envelope us with your wings, sheltering us from all evil. Humble us. Guide us in your light to be able to see your desires and thus fulfill them. Amen. This next prayer is the consecration to the Sacred Heart of Jesus given to Vasala Raiden on January 26, 1992. For Vasala's books, you'll have to look up The True Life in God, which we will be reading from in future episodes. Jesus asks us to pray this prayer often. Sacred Heart of Jesus, come and invade me completely, so that my motives will be your motives, my desires, your desires, my words, your words, my thoughts, your thoughts. Then allow me to creep in the deepest place of your Sacred Heart. Annihilate me altogether. I shall worship your Sacred Heart from the core of mine. I promise to serve your Sacred Heart with a fire inside me. I shall with zeal serve you more fervently than before. I am weak, but I know that your strength shall sustain me. Do not allow me to lose sight of you, nor allow my heart to flutter elsewhere. I will look for your Sacred Heart alone and desire you alone. Sacred Heart of Jesus, make me dislike all that is contrary to your holiness and to your will. Sift me through and through, 
and make sure that not one rival remains within me. From today, tighten the bonds of love with which you have enlaced me and make my soul thirst for you and my heart sick with love for you. Sacred Heart of Jesus, do not wait. Come and consume my whole being with the flames of your ardent love. Whatever I will do from now on will be done merely for your interests and your glory, and nothing for me. I consecrate my life for you, and from today am willing to be the slave of your love, the victim of your burning desires, and of your passion, the benefit of your church, the toy of your soul. Make my traits resemble those of your crucifixion, through the bitterness I will encounter in the deafness of souls, and to see them fall, give my soul its fill. Sacred Heart of Jesus, do not spare me from your cross like the Father had not spared you. Arrest my eyes, my thoughts, and my desires to be captives of your Sacred Heart. Unworthy I am, and I deserve nothing, but help me to live my act of consecration by being loyal, invoking your holy name untiringly. Make my spirit repulse all that is not you. Sacred Heart of Jesus, make my soul bear more than ever before the marks of your body for the conversion of souls. I voluntarily submit my will to your will, now and forever. Amen. Here is a prayer for the conversion of the world, given by Our Holy Mother on May 15, 1990, and again by Jesus on July 18, 1990 to Vassila Raiden in True Life in God. Prayer for the Conversion of the World Father all-merciful, let those who hear and hear again, yet never understand, hear your voice this time, and understand that it is you, the Holy of Holies. Open the eyes of those who see and see, yet never perceive, to see with their eyes this time your holy face and your glory. Place your finger on their heart, so that their heart may open and understand your faithfulness. I pray and ask you all these things, righteous Father, so that all the nations be converted and be healed through the wounds of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. And lastly for today is a prayer of repentance and deliverance. It was given to Vassila Raiden by the Lord on November 13, 2006, and it is for our times. Lord, you have endured me all these years with my sins, but nonetheless you pitied me. I was led astray in every way, but now I will sin no more. I have wronged you, and I have been unjust. I will be so no more. I renounce sin. I renounce the devil. I renounce iniquity that stains my soul. Free my soul from all that is against your holiness. I entreat you, Lord, to rescue me from all evil. Come, Jesus, now. Come now and abide in my heart. Forgive me, Lord, and allow me to rest in you. For you are my shield, my redeemer, and my light, and in you do I trust. From today I will bless you, Lord, at all times. I repudiate evil and all other gods and idols, for you are the Most High over the world, 
far transcending all other gods. By your mighty arm, rescue me from ill health, rescue me from being a captive, rescue me from trouble, and defeat my enemy, the devil. Come quickly to my help, O Savior. Amen. These prayers I wanted to offer to you as something that you could say whenever your heart feels it. But don't forget, the best and most wonderful prayers are the ones that spring from your own heart in your own dialogue between yourself and God. Strengthen your relationship with God. Talk to God every day. Tell Him everything you think and feel and hope, or the sadnesses, or the guilt, or the sins you want to be forgiven for. It is a great, great blessing that we have such a loving God, one who wants us to love Him, one who created us to love Him, and one who loves us beyond any ability of humans to love, above and beyond all things, and forgives all things should we bring them to Him and ask for forgiveness and repent and change our ways to be more loving and more kind and more forgiving ourselves. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. I ask God to bless you all. Go with God.